Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From the Baltimore Banner, he's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show, John Mioli. John, what's happening, buddy? Not much. Good morning. How's everything up there? Everything is awesome. Matter of fact, it's not not a bad day weather-wise here in the Charm City. But let's talk about Cole Irvin yesterday as he had himself a pretty strong game. We know he dropped a few LBs. The workout regimen was uh, intense. He's been doing more lifting. And I guess we saw it with that velo a little bit yesterday. So it's only two innings, one performance. We know about Braddish. We know about Means. But the in- the importance level of Cole Irvin now sits at a what to you right now? Oh, he's very important at this point. And, and, and I think that, you know, the experience he had last year, you know, coming in, not pitching super well from the jump and, you know, his season never really getting back on track the way that he wanted to. It seems like it was really motivating. Um, you know, I, after the game, we talked to James McCann about it as well. You know, every pitcher comes in with new pitches and different this and better that. And, you know, McCann mentioned the only way to tell if they worked or not is, is based on how the hitters react. And he said the hitters were reacting pretty uncomfortably to Cole Irvin. If he can be, you know, a more solid back end rotation piece, and, you know, as a floor, I think that changes a lot of how the Orioles enter the season in terms of how they're thinking about their rotation stacking up and who they expect to be in it, stuff like that. So it was, you know, it's one outing. A lot of guys come in. This is as strong and as healthy they're going to be, and some, you know, velocity can regress to a mean. But you know, after one start, you're not going to, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to be very disappointed with what where Cole Irvin is right now. Now. Tyler Wells, he's going to start in a couple of days here. And great first half, not so much in the second half to the point where he actually was uh, sent back to the minors and then came back and was an asset in the bullpen. What happened to him in the second half of the season in 23, not to reflect on that sort of thing too much, but he went from, what, the lowest whip in the American League as a starting pitcher to being in the minors and now coming back into this rotation sort of set up by circumstance. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I think I think that it was probably a pretty humbling experience. You know, he he straight up wore out a little bit last year. You know, it happens, but but you're not talking about you know reinstalling somebody into the rotation who you don't know if they could do it or not. Like by all means, he can. He did it really well. He, there's there's a universe and probably pretty close to the one we live in where he was an all star last year. Um, so so you know you you take what happens you know in the second half seriously, but also you know you take what happened in the first half seriously, and I think that. I think that there's a real opportunity for him to remain in the rotation, especially now with uh, the Kyle Bradish injury and and how things have shaken out with with those kinds of things. And I think that I think that it's going to be really fascinating to see how well he takes it. Um, you know, my gut tells me that based on you know how he can be when he's at his best, it could go pretty well this spring for him. Now, uh, Craig Kimbrell yesterday shot it down himself, five pitchers short of his limit in the bullpens. It was a quad. You know, guys like me don't have muscles anymore, John, so I don't even know what a quad is at this point in time. But nothing to see here. Please disperse. 
with Craig Kimball? Because that's the last thing I'm assuming they could use right now. Yeah, definitely want Craig Kimball to be healthy. Um, you know, he downplayed it when he was talking to reporters. Um, everyone was kind of there and saw it on Saturday, but didn't know if what they were seeing was was a big deal. By all um, my understanding, as, as I was leaving the the complex to come to the airport today, was that he's still throwing his scheduled sim game today. So you wouldn't be doing that if there was even like a half ounce of concern at this stage in camp. So the fact that he is the fact that he is going on with his scheduled work, I think speaks well to, you know, whatever was he was dealing with this weekend, not being super, a super major thing. And, and, you know, he, he has big shoes to fill and, and behind if they had to fill, you know, Craig Kimbrell's shoes as well, who knows what we're dealing with here. John Mioli, Baltimore Banner, joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. The two guys starting today in the split squad, Cade Povich, left-hander, Seth Johnson, right-hander, coming back from Tommy John, a little more than a year removed, I guess. From that, give our audience an assessment of the two guys. Not going to be here on March 28th, we don't think, but who's most likely maybe to throw a baseball in anger for the Orioles this season? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say Cade Povich, even though Seth Johnson's on the roster, he's very, very inexperienced relative to, to somebody else in that position because of his injury history and, and, you know, relative inexperienced pitching. He only converted, you know, his draft year, basically. So when you're talking about him, you're talking about, you know, a very athletic right-hander, runs the ball up into the mid-90s with a couple of good secondary pitches, really just trying to get him as much experience as the Orioles possibly can. Um and then Cade Povich is a, you know, a really talented left-hander with a pretty wide pitch mix who's trying his best to um, to make this team. He he got his feet under him a good bit in AAA yesterday, last year and was really, um, you know, is, is really somebody the organization is very high on. Hey, John, with um, Enrique Bradfield, with that infield single that he had, the grounder to short, how fast did he look and then stealing the base too? Is he a natural base stealer? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's so it's so impressive how how he how he moves on the field, you know, and and talking to people in the off season about him as he, they were getting ready for his first full season, you know, they're they're so impressed with how he runs and how he plays center field, you know. If if there's if there's any kind of ability to impact the baseball and put it in the air, um, we're talking about a player who can make a tremendous impact, you know. And, and you know, these are the types of glimpses I think there's going to be all spring, honestly, from him. He's a guy who he's a guy who is probably going to get a lot of reps in those late innings. Um, out, out in the outfield, and if he gets on base, he's going to steal the next one. I think it's pretty guaranteed. Now, Bauman, you know, um, in the Boston game, he, he had a, a good inning, and Ben was talking about that he wore out last year, you know, because at the beginning of the year they had to use him so much, but uh, he looked good. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that was an impressive inning, and I think that I think that a lot of what the Orioles did in terms of some of the recent waiver claims, their minor league free agent pitching signing to, you know, all those depth arms, like I think they're going to be in a better spot of giving guys like Mike Bauman, Brian Baker, Danny Coulomb, um, and on down the line, a little bit of a break. Cause those guys, you know, there weren't really alternatives. So when they're going well, you ride them. And when they weren't going well, unfortunately the Orioles had to, had to keep these guys up there and, and, and kind of have them power through it at the major league level in a way that, you know, isn't probably conducive to them being at their best for for a long season. So, so I, I you know, it's a great learning experience for Mike, who's pretty still pretty new to the bullpen, honestly. And um, and I think that he's probably going to come back. He's going to come back having learned from that and be able to grind it out deeper into the season. John Mioli, what's happening at the Baltimore Banner now that spring training games have started? Gosh, so much. Danielle Allen, Tuck, and Andy Kosker are going to be down here uh, for for the duration. I might rejoin them later in the month. We'll talk with the. Uh, 
my household operations department about uh, that. But I wrote <laughs> I wrote this morning about uh, you know an enduring question that I've always had: whether Ryan Mountcastle is an older guy or a younger guy. Uh, and the results in the Orioles clubhouse are fascinating. <laughs> well, compared to me and Vinny, he's a really young guy. You know what I'm saying? By the way, looking at this Braves lineup, they're pretty damn good, but I'm just stating the obvious. He's John Mioli, Baltimore Banner. John, appreciate the time as always. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.